0: Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney, and it's a real joy for me to be sharing with you today. Before I get into what I want to share about, I just want to let everyone know that, um, as you, most of you know that are listening to this, every year we take up a donation, an offering, whatever word you want to use, for all the people that are on this podcast. And so we've started a 20-day um, time of taking up donations And on the 10th of December, we're going to, in our roundtable, we're going to be taking up a leverage trade for this podcast. And um, I really want to encourage you to sow into this because this is something that just absolutely boggles my mind. It it blows me away at the goodness of God and how he does things. You know, um, I think it was just over a week ago, we hit over 1 million listeners in 157 countries. Now, if you consider that, there are 196 nations on the earth. So in other words, there are only 30, I think it's 38 nations that we're not actually in, that people are not listening to us. Now I know that that, you know, a million listeners in those uh, countries doesn't seem to be a lot with that amount of nations, but just consider this. We started this two years ago and it was really just for our little community and look how this thing has blown up and it's got nothing to do with us. What it has to do with is the favor of God and the goodness of God. But all of us are, this is a daily podcast, everyone's putting in something and all these amazing people that we have on this podcast, I, d- I just really want to honour them and and I would like you to join us in honouring them as well as we can sow into them just before the Christmas period and just bless them for giving their time and their energy and, and their seeking of God to share with all of us all around the world. So I really would like you to encourage you to go and trade into this podcast and all you do is you go into our website origingate.com and you click the podcast button and there's a trading button there and you click the trade button and you can sow whatever you'd like to sow. So what, what I wanted to talk about today is something that is, I, I've been in this, um, this place recently where I'm, I'm currently in a, a long encounter and by that I mean I'm having all these things happen on a daily basis, this thing that I'm walking through in terms of wealth. And um, just to let everyone know, we are having a conference, Marius, Elenas and myself, on the 7th and the 14th of January called The Way of Wealth. And it's not, sorry, it's not a conference. It's It's a webinar. It's more like a place to learn. We're going to give you keys and strategies out of scripture on how to deal or run with business, leadership, and politics. And this is something that's been sitting on my heart for a long, long time. And um, I I was reading an article not so long ago, which just, it impacted me in such a profound way, because I began to realize some things and began to see some things that I'd never seen before. And what this article was, it spoke about the 10 richest people that have ever lived and when i say ever lived i'm talking about after christ so solomon is excluded out of this these are people that have walked the earth and and anyway it astounded me at the amount of wealth that these people had it was i mean you know in our world today we when bill gates hit 70 billion dollars we thought wow this guy's so rich you know he's got 70 billion and then we heard about Jeff Bezos overtook him and he was, I don't know, I think it was 110 billion. And now the richest man on earth is Elon Musk and, and he has 200 billion. And we're, we're impressed by that. We are like, wow, 200 billion. Imagine that. Well, all I can say is that these 10 richest people made Elon Musk look like a pauper. And you might say, well, how's that even possible? Because that's what I thought. I mean, when I was reading this article and I got to the last three people, I, it just, I don't know, something triggered inside of me and it made me realize that how we limit god how we limit god even in our desires even in our pursuit of wealth how we limit him and so to give you a bit of an idea i think the third richest person that's ever been on the earth was genghis khan and his wealth was something like 3.2 trillion trillion not billion dollars if it was in today's terms and and that included like gold and silver and land and all that kind of stuff and then the second richest person I can't remember who it was I can't remember the two last people their actual names but the second person was something like close to five trillion dollars and the richest person was from Mali it's a small little African country and they can't even calculate his wealth but they they guess they guesstimate it was around 23 trillion dollars roughly that this man had so much wealth, so much gold, that on one of his trips to Egypt, he went on a shopping spree, and he spent so much gold that it changed the economy of that nation of Egypt. And when I read that statement, that it changed the economy of a nation, I thought to myself, wow, Yahweh, and I almost felt like I had to repent. I had to repent for my my smallness of thinking, my smallness of desire, my smallness of capacity. You know, thinking that, that we are sons of the most high God. Yet, th- sometimes our dreams and the capacity and the things that we desire are so small. They- they're so insignificant. Like, like we-, we would think, man, if only I had $10 million, or if only I had $50 million, or if only I was half as rich as Elon Musk, and all this kind of stuff. And The thing that struck me the most, all of these people were unbelievers. They weren't even believers in Christ. And so, yeah, we are the-, the sons of the most high God, And we have such small minds, such small desires, such small dreams. And then the thing that captivates so many of us is the poverty mentality. I see it all the time. I see people like Sam will introduce something that's free, and then everyone wants to sign up for it. And then when they can't get on, they're upset. But then they say things like, I really would love to join the school, but I can't afford it. And I can't afford this. And every freebie I want, I want to get, but they don't want to pay for anything. And then this is the poverty mindset that's in the church. It's the poverty mindset that's uh, among believers and among Christians. And so I've been on this journey now recently, just walking through all this stuff. And Like I said, I'm currently in an encounter because this has challenged me so much. That This has rocked my world, really. I think reading that article for me has, has been one of those watershed moments, that threshold moment where Yahweh challenges everything you believe challenges your desires challenges the smallness of who you are you know thinking that you're you're this man that's walking on the earth and 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 you're going to have to just labor your whole life and never really achieve anything great even though you want to and you've got all these desires but there's a force behind me now there's this thing within me that I, I see these men and and women that were this wealthy they had trillions trillions of dollars I mean, most nations, their debt, we could settle the debt of most nations if you were that rich. I mean, this is the kind of power, this is the kind of influence that we need. But the thing is that as I've been walking on this journey, I realized that stewardship is one of the greatest keys that I think so many Christians have messed up on. So many Christians have such a huge lack in stewardship, a huge lack in strategy within business, within leadership and within politics. And so... I, I, I want to encourage you because stop dreaming small. Start being crazy in your dreams. You know, I, I'm like in the, at this point now where I've been saying, Yahweh, man, I want the trillions. I want hundreds of trillions. And maybe, it, who knows? I, I hope I get it. But what I'm hoping is that I can sow a seed that begins to germinate within my generational line so that those that come after me have got this hunger and this desire and they don't think small anymore. They, they don't... They, they don't have these limitations on them, on their desires, on their, on their thinking, on their um, yearning for the things that they want. And as I mean, I've said this so many times before, but for me, the, 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 most, the thing that has the loudest voice out of all things is finance, money. Money speaks, money talks. And you look at the, our political leaders that are in power today, and so many of them are liberal, ungodly men and women. But the reason they're in power is because they got money behind them. Now, can you imagine if there were some believers... Now I'm, just, I'm not just talking about any kind of believer. I'm talking about a believer that follows the plumb line of the Word of God. Not some of these believers that are going so far off track with the Word of God that you actually wonder, are they even Christians? I'm talking about those that are fervent after the Lord, that have the fear of God sitting on their lives. Those are the kind of believers I'm talking about. Imagine there were some of those that were walking with the trillions. Can you imagine what we could do? I, and I mean for me personally, I mean I never want to go into politics to have your life scrutinized like that and every move that you make questioned. I mean, when I watched the things that happened with uh, President Trump and how his life was torn apart like that, I I just felt it it was disgusting. And I would never want that. I would never want to subject myself and my family to that level of scrutiny. Um, Because all of us have mistakes. And even though you've repented on them, you've forgotten about them, what will happen is all of those things will be brought up. So I'm not a politician. And I have no desire to be one. But... Man, if I had trillions, I would back people that wanted to be in politics that were believers. And can you imagine if we had that level of wealth, if we had trillions of dollars, what we could actually do in the earth, the things that we could change, the things that we could implement. Because if we have billions, you can't really get that far. You can do a few nice things and whatever, but eventually that money's going to run up. But when you're talking in the trillions, we are talking economy changing wealth. And that, that's what I want. You know, when we could literally alleviate um, hunger and all of those kind of things and poverty and all that—all of that, that that is the kingdom vision. And so I, and, and I think to myself, you know, when I read about these men, then I sort of wondered and I went back in scripture and I wondered to myself, how wealthy was Solomon really? How wealthy was this man? When not only did he have the wealth, he must have had trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars but not only did he have that he had the power and the capacity to create wealth to speak it into being to speak trees and they would they they would form to, to take any metal and turn it into gold all of that kind of stuff was there because of what he walked in wealth brings creativity and 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 there's something that I really believe in in this time that we're about to walk into where all the economists on the earth are saying we're we're about to walk into a global recession we're about to walk into a time where things are really going to get tough and we're going to have to tighten our belts i want to say to you believer i want to say to you follower of christ that that is not the circumstance and not the situation for us because let me tell you this yahweh our god our awesome wonderful father is not finished with creation you can see it in in the universe the universe continues to expand everything is continuing to move there's no end to what he has done there's no end to uh, insight for the end of creation and so because of that because of the capacity of our creator as as a creator that sits in you and me and so Yahweh is not done Yahweh is not finished Yahweh is not taken aback by Uh, news of of an economic recession. And what I believe, and I've said this for many, many years, that Yahweh is opening up doors right now. I see it in the Spirit so clearly. And there are all these ideas, business ideas, political ideas, leadership ideas, coming out of the kingdom, coming out of the realm of our Father's house, Coming into this realm, and Yahweh is wanting us to take hold of those things without fear, without um, doubt, just to lay hold of them and go for it. Because I really feel that there there is a spirit coming into me, and and it feels like it's called the go for it spirit. It's almost like that that the Nike slogan, just do it. And we need to stop being afraid. We need to stop being scared because the opportunity of a lifetime is only available in the lifetime of the opportunity. And that for me is such a profound statement. I'm going to say it again. The opportunity of a lifetime is only available in the lifetime of the opportunity. And so there is so much wealth that we need to leverage, so much wealth that we need to lay our hands on. And it's not by the wicked going to give us their wealth. You know, the the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And most believers just think that somehow it's just going to magically appear on our doorstep. No, it isn't. The way it's going to appear is when we use strategy, we use wisdom, we use insight, we use... Um, innovation, and we go after what God gives us. We don't make excuses. We don't say, well, I don't have the money. I don't have the skill. I don't know how. I don't. I don't. I don't. Let's start saying I do. I can. I will. And let's start going after this thing. Let's start building the wealth because when we begin to build systems that can counter the systems of the earth, then the wealth of the wicked will come to us. But until then, it's never going to come. And so I really want to encourage you in this podcast. I want to encourage you to go for it. Begin to dream the biggest dreams you've ever dreamt. Stop Being small minded, stop thinking small, stop dreaming small, stop hoping for small things, start pushing, start, man, be extravagant in everything that you do. Our God is a God of multiplication, not addition. And I want a generational blessing that's going to go for a thousand into a thousand generations and beyond. I want my children to be wealthy, I want my grandchildren, my great grandchildren to be wealthy. I want to see a level of wealth where we can change nations, where we can literally bring the kingdom of heaven into earth, exactly how the Lord's prayer is. Your kingdom be done in heaven as it is on earth. That's what we need. And I want to tell you one of the ways of bringing that in is wealth. And when that wealth comes, when that wealth lands, it's going to be incredible because I believe that these last probably 20 years Yahweh's had men and women that are sitting in the hidden place, that are in that place of darkness. And by darkness, I don't mean wickedness, I mean darkness of the secrets and the mysteries of God, where God is raising up business people, leaders, politicians. God's got them sitting, learning stuff, taking time maturing, because what they're doing is they're learning how to be good stewards. How do I steward the anointing? How do I steward the wealth of God? How do I steward his provisions? How do I steward his people? How do I steward the knowledge that he gives us? It's all about stewardship, and I really, really, really want to encourage you. This is not a time to be Downtrodden and to be fearful. This is not a time to look at what the economists are saying and go, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? This is a time to start doing something. This is a time to start getting excited. This is a time to start rising up and saying, I'm going for it, God. And we've got Him in our corner. Who else do we need? And so I want to bless you. And I, and I want to just remind you about January. It's two days, the 7th and the 14th. And it's called The Way of Wealth. It's on Origin Gate dot com and you can go and register for it and Morris and i are going to share so many keys with you and i believe if we start applying the keys that we're going to share we are going to see that level of wealth of trillions so bless you have an amazing day and love you all thank you